Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to episode one of Chuck Talk, hosted by yours truly, me, aka Charlie, and alongside of me is my best friend and co-host, Zach. Yep, thanks for having me, Charles. I hope everyone is having a good day today, and I want to thank you for inviting me to co-host the show. I think it should be a great, great time because we've always talked sports since the day we met, like many, many years ago, so it'd be really nice to be able to put out this podcast to people who might actually appreciate it, so... Yeah, I totally agree. Um, well, since this is the first episode of Chuck Talk, um, Chuck Talk is the most opinionated sportscast on the internet, uh, where we as the broadcasters give y'all our strong opinions on what is happening in the sports world. As for the formatting of this podcast, we are going to give it as a mini cast so you don't have to listen to our annoying ass voices for no more than 20 to 30 minutes an episode. Yeah, that's right. So getting right on into the, into the episode. Our topic today is obviously MLB, the MLB season. So our first point of business is what offseason acquisitions do you think will have the most positive effect on the respective teams and which one will have the most negative effect? So Charles, how about you hit us with your first positive effect for the offseason? Um, I think the most positive effect is going to be Francisco Lindor going from the Cleveland Indians to uh, the New York Mets. Um, Francisco Lindor... He's a great player, um, both on and off the field. Um, his personality is very affectious. Um, he's known for his smile. And I know no one uses this word much, but he's he has a lot of swag. Um, and he's great for the game of baseball. What I, is uh, I hated the Indians over the years um, when they play us in the playoffs. I've always liked Lindor as a player. It's one of those players that, you know, you, like for me, like on the Yankees, you always have that one player that you just yeah. like. That's been Lindor for me, too. I really agree. I also think uh, Corey Kluber signing with the Yankees um, is a low-risk, high-reward kind of move. Um, as we know, he played with the Indians as well. Uh, he was a Cy Young winner. Um, and I think if he can stay healthy, he will put the Yankees into a position that they haven't been in a while, and that is uh, an actual chance to continue to win and hopefully win a World Series eventually. So question – Follow-up question about that. So do you think that Kluber will have trouble pitching at that stadium similar to um, Sonny Michel? Or not Sonny Michel, also running back. Sonny, Sonny Gray? Sonny, um, I don't think so. I think uh, Corey Kluber, he's uh, he's known as working as, quote-unquote, a robot. Um, he is a workhorse, and I don't think anything will really affect him. Are you expecting side young type numbers from him if he's healthy? Uh I mean, it'd be great if it was Cy Young, um, but I think as long as he stays healthy and he has a a sub 3.5 ERA, I think it'll put the Yankees in a really good position this year. Fair enough, fair enough. I can't really say that I agree because I cannot stay in the Yankees, but I'll give you that. What uh, offseason acquisition you think will help the most, in your opinion? For me, I think it's sort of obvious. It might be really popular, but can't sit there and say it's not true. So for me, it's Blake Snow and you Darvish. Honestly, that whole rotation rebuild that the Padres were able to pull off this offseason. Um, I mean, you saw Blake Snow. I think he's a scion uh, caliber player every single year, and I think that continues this year. You Darvish definitely has regressed a little bit since being on that Rangers when he broke out. But I do think that those two pieces are just going to make the Padres rotation a force to be reckoned with in that division. And I think it could definitely carry them to uh, – Maybe even NLCS um, balance. I'm not sure about World Series yet, but definitely those rotational pieces are going to make any team better. So, 
No, yeah, I'm I, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. Um, I know our next topic is um, which accusation accusation will hurt the most. Um, I actually have that accusation hurting the Padres. Um, in the aspect of them acquiring all these players, pitchers, starting pitchers, they lost um, some bullpen's arm with the likes of uh, an all-star in Kirby Yates, um, a really great closer. He had a sub two ERA in 2019. Um, and I think that's going to really hurt the Padres. I mean, in the postseason, starting pitching is great, but when you don't have a bullpen, you're not going to go that far. I mean, we, we've definitely seen teams, though, just to kind of ask you a little bit here, but we've seen teams before that have rotational pieces that go eight, nine innings in the playoffs, and we, I mean, plenty of times. So I, don't, I don't think it really will affect them too far, but you're right on the bullpen there. With, um, with the eights leaving, I do think that makes a big hole in the rotation or not rotation, the relieving core. And that is definitely why I don't think they'll win the World Series or anything like that. But I just think that'll make them take that next step that they didn't have last season. Yeah. For sure. But I do agree with you on them not making the World Series or, or like they're not going to go out here and blow up teams out of the water. But still a great acquisition for me. Stand by that. And then the other um, accusation, accusation I think will hurt a lot is Trevor Bauer signing that uh, luxurious contract with uh, LA Dodgers. Um, I think it's pretty known that a lot of people are thinking this. I mean, his numbers in spring training haven't been great after winning the Cy Young with the, the Reds last year. Um, I just think that he has a toxic personality. Um, he's very self-centered and honestly not great for a locker room. Is that the dude that threw the ball over center field? Yeah, he did that against the um, Royals. And he got yeah, I remember that. You 24 that hours later. For sure. Yeah. What accusation do you think will hurt um, – the most for y'all or so yeah. for me, I think it's Chris Bryant still being a cub. Okay. Uh, I think the last year, even he had a, I mean, I know it was a short season, whatever he had a 0.4 war and you're expecting Chris Bryant. I mean, the Cubs at least you're probably expecting Chris Bryant to be this like all-star caliber player, you know, former this, MVP. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, they're expecting a lot more than him from him than a 0.4 wins above replacement. Yeah. I mean, there's better third bases out there for cheaper that can provide that. And then they're signing him for arbitration at 19 and a half million this year. And I mean, you, you could do so much 19 and a half million in the MLB. And I think they're just wasting their money where it could be used somewhere else. And I think it's just time to move on if you're the Cubs. Okay. Yeah. So following that, what would you um, say is your hottest take for this upcoming season? So my hottest take, I mean, I think it's a hot take. I would say for me that I think that neither the Padres, Dodgers, or the Yankees are going to win the World Series. Wow. Oh. Um, I think there's going to be one team that has that breakout year. Um, I can I might say who it is later, but and they're just going to win it all. Similar like like every single year. I feel like I mean last year not really, but one team's going to like they always just outperform. Like it was the Rays. Even though they had the best record, they outperformed. Um, yeah, I mean, that definitely the year before that, I think it was the Nationals, like no one thought saw that coming. I think it just it happens. You never know. It's October. Yeah, I, I definitely think that is a hot take uh, regarding those three teams. I do think they are the three highest favorites to win the World Series, um, even though the Dodgers and Padres are in the same division. Um, I do like that hot take. I mean, my hot take kind of revolves around that. Um I said Fernando Tatis is going to have a very disappointing season numbers-wise coming off that huge deal he signed after playing, I think, less than 100 games in the major what leagues. What year is it for him? Is it two or three or one? I think it's total. three. Three. But he played 
very little his first season in the short season last year with COVID. So we'll count it as like his second real season. If not, it's like, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you could say sophomore slump, right? Yeah. And then another hot take, um, uh, this is going to catch you by surprise. I think the athletics are going to lead the league with wins this year. Yeah, no, I don't see that, but and I don't even know what makes you think that. If you want I, to I say that because if you look at the AL West, I mean, you have the Mariners. They're all right. And then you have Rangers. They're awful. Um, the Astros, who knows they're cheating or not. That just depends. And then I think they're still good, though. I wouldn't count them out. I mean, the Angels, it's Mike Trout and then Shohei and then Rendon and then nobody. Um, And then I just think with the likes of Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, and then the young arms and AJ Puck and Jesus Lazardo. I mean, I think that is uh, great um, for them. And I think they'll catch the league by surprise with how well they do this year. I think you can make that case for a lot of teams, though. And, I mean, if you're looking at the Astros and you're saying, like, they're a bad team, the Angels are a bad team, right? Yeah. I think they're both easily, like, 81 teams, though. So, I mean, that's not really that bad of a division. I don't think they're going to win 111 games or maybe – I don't think they're going to win 100 games. I think I have them, like, more about – I mean, I agree they might be a surprise because I have this um, – the, the projected win total is 87 and a half. Okay. I feel like they could easily get, like, 91, 92. But in the hundreds, I don't think there's anywhere close to a chance. I mean, the AL is pretty strong, so. Yeah. That is a hot take. I'll give you that. It'll be interesting. So uh, we're going to move into uh, predicted awards. Um, These are just awards that are given out every year um, to respected leagues, American League and National League. Um, First, we're going to start off with Rookie of the Years. Um, So, Zach, give us your AL and National League uh, Rookie of the Years. So these are both, I think, unorthodox, maybe not, um, picks for each, each league. So my first one for the AL is the Orioles player ryan mountcastle okay um, i just i just i think he's a solid player that's and i, I think the, the orioles are due for one of those gems coming out so i think he's gonna be that guy nothing really more to say about that just a weird little pick there okay for the nl i got uh sixto sanchez pitcher from the blue jays and i know he did just get option down in triple a for working out arm strength but i think that'll be good for him he'll come back enough with enough time in the season to secure that rookie of the year i mean if you're looking at his numbers too he pitched, he pitched the spring training this season. He had two wins, no losses. Okay. He had a one ERA, allowed one whole run in all the innings he pitched. And, I mean, I think that's just a forecast of what's going to come. I think that's a great idea that they're taking it slow with him, though, and putting him down. But he's a solid pitcher. He's been, I've been watching him since he's been coming up in the minors, since he's on the Phillies. And I, I think he's going to have a huge breakout year. Yeah, he um, – Sixto Sanchez, I think he pitched pretty well in the postseason last year um, against the – uh, the Cubs. I could be wrong, um, but he definitely is a bright spot. And whatever I guess you would call the Miami Marlins organization, whatever it is in right now. Um, yeah, I, I think I do have his postseason pitching. If you want to hear that, yeah, go, uh, go no, to he us. pitched twice actually. Um, I'll, I'm going to pretend like I didn't see the second one because it was awful. But the first one, he went five innings, four hits, scoreless, six strikeouts, two walks, two hit batters. So I, I mean, I for I mean for his age, 21. Yeah, I mean, that's a, pretty good to me. In a postseason game, that's but, um, not too bad. They played the Braves, though, and, they, and he had a 12 ERA, got a loss, four room runs. So, I mean. For yeah, uh, so. for my rookie of the year uh, for the National League, I have Key Brian Hayes, third baseman from the Pirates. Um, I think that's a very uh, popular pick for the uh, for the National League rookie of the year. It's very exciting. I mean, there's something there's he can do everything, field, hit, 
it's unbelievable. And then for the American League, I have Jared Kalenic uh, from the Mariners. He came over in the Edwin Diaz and Robinson Cano trade with the Mets. Um, he's a big left-handed bat, bat uh, batsman playing outfield for the Mariners. And I think if he makes the opening day roster, which he has a great chance with Kyle Lewis being injured, I think he's a great chance to um, be a small little spark in the Mariners team and win the rookie of the year. Sure. I, I do think, however, though, I don't think Kyle Lewis is out for too long. So I guess what, you, what we could hope could happen here is that he gets into that starting lineup opening day, sparks up, and then keep him in there after Kyle Lewis gets back, maybe. Yeah. Because I, I think Kyle Lewis is only out very little, if not a couple weeks, I think, with that injury. So, and he definitely is going to start no matter what over him. So we'll see. So moving on from that, um, we have the AL and National League um, Cy Young Award, uh, which is given to the best pitcher in the respective leagues. Um, Zach, can you give us who you're thinking for those awards? All right, Charles. I want you to pick for me here. I got one crazy one and one normal one. Which one do you want first? Uh, hit me with the crazy one. I got Jose Barrios for AL Cy Young winner. Okay. I think it's a little bit crazy because, you know, he hasn't been playing very well the past years, but he's always been that guy. Everyone's like, this guy's going to be great. And then he always underperforms. You know, I think this is the year, though. He's going to have a year. I'm thinking damn near 20 wins, 2 ERA. Okay. 200 strikeouts. I think it's, I think it's his year. I mean, he's, he's, he's got it in him. He's he's the prospect that can handle handle it. He, he, he's got everything he needs. Great fastball. I mean, I think he's going to do it personally. But NL, I'm more of a basic pick. I guess not really. He got a team change. I think Blake Snell. Okay. I think after that World Series loss in the race, he's got a big chip on his shoulder. Um, obviously, he didn't perform really well. I think he came in relief, right, in the World Series and yeah, allowed some runs. And that's going to – obviously, no one wants to do that. Any pitcher is going to take that to heart. I think he's going to really use that, though, to motivate him throughout the season this year. And I think he's going to have the best career of his year – best year of his career this season. I think to add on to that, I think he would be – if. For some reason, if he was to win the National League Cy Young Award, I think he would be one of the f- first pitchers to win a Cy Young both in the American League and National League, um, which is not too bad, to be honest. Um, but adding on to that, I have um, American League, Blake Snell's former teammate, Tyler Glass now of uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, if you just saw what he did in the postseason, um, besides the home run he gave off of uh, Stanton twice, in the playoffs, he pitched lights out, um, just dominant. I mean, he was throwing gas 110 pitches into the game. Um, and then I have another popular pick for the National League, and that's Walker Bueller. I think with the likes of um, him in the starting rotation um, with uh, Clayton Kershaw, uh, Trevor Bauer, um, and Dustin May all in the starting rotation, I think. That just, I think that just helps him solidify him being the number one starter in Los Angeles and giving them the possibility of repeating um, this year for another World Series. So I think I can, to build off that, what you just said a little bit, talking about Glassnow, I think it's a great pick. Um, really just because, if, you know, Blake Snell's leaving, you know, it's like next man up, right? So that's Glassnow. Yeah. And I think that that team's going to win a lot of games this season and he's going to win a lot of games because of it. Yeah. So I think he might have a lot of wins and he's already a great pitcher, so I can see it. So to take a little break from the awards, um, I want to ask who you think the biggest surprise is going to be in the major leagues this year. Player or team? Uh, player, sorry. Uh, I think it's going to be 
Um, he's on the Orioles, center fielder, Mancini, right center fielder? Uh, it's center or right. Yeah, I'll, I'll say center. Center fielder, Mancini. I mean, just had cancer, you know, poor guy. I mean, the things he's had to go through to come back to this season, I, I just think that, again, the chip on his shoulder, it's going to come out, prove to everybody that he can he can get through anything. I mean, can, I mean cancer, I mean, of course. But he's going to come out, have a great season, bat 300, I think. That's how I would say breakout player. It's going to surprise everybody. No, oh, yeah. Kind of something like that. I mean, even as a, a Yankees fan, a diehard one is that. Um, I definitely will be rooting for Trey Mancini. Yeah, you just want to see him succeed after all that he went through. So, was um, cancer or something. But for my biggest surprise, I have uh, Jacques Peterson with the Cubs. Um, going from the Dodgers and oh, signing well, with yeah. the Cubs. Um, I think what he's going to do is he's going to solidify that spot that Kyle Schwarber should have had and could have had with the Cubs, but he disappointed near the end of his uh, time with the Cubs. Um, right now he's batting 375 with eight home runs in spring training and only 45 at bats. I mean, it's a small sample size, but that's a lot of power. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe the stadium change up a nice form. So you never know. Yeah. Um, moving on to that, we're going to go back into the awards. Um, hit it, hit us with your uh, MVPs for the American league and national league, Zach. Pretty basic for me. Um, I'm always fond of the Braves, so my NL is going to be Ronald Acuna Jr. Pretty basic, but he's due for it, you know? He's yeah. Due. I mean, he almost had a, what, a 40, was it 40 doubles, 40 st- stolen bases, and 40 home run season. Yeah, it's I mean, unheard of. And I, I think, he, I don't know, I don't remember, I don't remember, well, I think he got hurt, and the only reason he didn't get it, I'm pretty sure. And I think, he, I think he might do a 40 40 40. I'm going to make that prediction here and say he's going to have a 40 40 40 when the NL MVP this year. That would that be with my that would be crazy like later, but an AL MVP. I'm gonna go Mike Trout. Can't go wrong with that man. Um, I think he's on a like you said a bad team. After it's like you know a couple people that are good. I think he's just gonna do what he always does, man, and just win another MVP. I don't know if is he won one. Yeah, he's having he's yeah. a couple. Yeah, he's gonna win another one for sure. I, I I I don't know. I just think he's definitely the best player in baseball, and he's gonna show it this year. Yeah, for me, um, I'm gonna go Aaron Judge. Uh, it's it's a pretty common pick, but it's always a question mark with him is if, if he's healthy. Uh, the one year that he was healthy was 2017, the year that they lost to uh, the Astros. Um, he was the rookie of the year that year, led the league in home runs. Um, and I think if Aaron Judge is healthy, I think it's not only good for Yank- the Yankees, but it's also good for the sport of baseball. Um, someone like that, good dude, hits home runs. Um but also for my National League MVP, I have Corey Seager. Um, I think yeah, that's, that's a, a for me. I think it's a, a kind of a hot take in itself. Um, I think he's just going to build off his World Series MVP that he won this past uh, postseason. Um, he's having a great start to spring training, and I think he's just going to carry that, um, especially going into a contract year, looking for a big deal at the end of the season. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I can see that. I think. Um... With Seager, I think it's hard though sometimes when you have that many good players on the same team for someone to stand out like enough to be an MVP. But yeah, we've seen it before, and we can see it again. So, I mean, if you look at that team, there's a handful of MVPs alone. You yeah, have Mookie Betts, an roster, man. Uh, Cody Bellinger, and I mean, no slouch. And as we talked about in the starting rotation, and then um, even with the old man Justin Turner at third base. Yeah, you never know, right? You never know. It's baseball. Anything yeah, could happen. Uh, moving on to that, I mean, it's not really an award, um, but who do you think is going to lead the league in home runs this year? 
I'm thinking Jose Ramirez. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's enough to get an MVP because obviously having the home run leading champion and the way he bats, he's going to bat 300 guaranteed with bat, you know, how many home runs he hits. Um, yeah. But he's had power for years. I think he's just going to have a better year this year. He maybe hit like 45, 50, maybe. I think it's a little pushing it, but somewhere around there. And then take, going to take it home. Yeah, for me, I have uh, Aaron Judge. Um, I have him coming in with 59 home runs. Yeah, I just I feel like if you're going to hit that many home runs, I think the the MVP might be just gift wrapped to you. Um, but it's all a big question mark, like I said, with injuries. Um, but building off from, I guess, be picking the Yankees, um, going into, I guess, a World Series matchup, I have uh, the Yankees coming in at the American League, uh, winning the championship, the pennant. And then the National League, it might be surprising, might not. I have the Cardinals. Um, I think with the re- recent addition of Nolan Arenado, getting them from Colorado, I think that'll solidify them alongside of Paul Goldschmidt, um, a great starting young rotation. Um, and then I think I think the Yankees are going to win 28 over uh, the Cardinals. Okay. What do you think the – what is your World Series matchup? So – I'm going to start with the NL. Well, I'm, I'm going to go AL, actually. It's a little bit less um, risky here. I'm going to go again with you, the Yankees. Every single year, they get close, and they never get cl- they never get there. I think this year they're going to make it, but I don't think they're going to win it, and they're going to lose to none, none other than the Atlanta Braves. And I think the Braves are going to make it there purely off the experience they've had the last couple of years in the playoffs. And that young team's finally starting to get some experience under their belt, get older, understand how to win games in the playoffs. I think they're going to put it together for a nice run to make it to the World Series and win it, I think, 4-3 over the Yankees. That will be a very entertaining um, World Series matchup. Um, I think for me, uh, the Yankees, uh, diehard Yankees fan, and I have a lot of Braves fans. I, I think it would just be entertaining, great for the game. Um, a, lot of, deserve it, a lot of up-and-coming um, superstars on both respective teams. Um, but yeah, by no means I, do I think the Braves though are going to be that team that leads the, the, the league and wins or anything like that. I just think that they're going to put it together similar to how the Nationals did. Just put it yeah. together when it matters the most. I think they might have like 90 wins going in, just pick it up and just get it like a not, I would say lucky, but just hot when it's right, when it's right, hot, hot when you need to be hot in October. It will be interesting though with the National League East with how many strong teams there are. I mean, when you first think about it, you have uh, the Mets with the recent acquisition, as we talked about earlier, Francisco Lindor, and then slowly improving that bullpen uh, with the likes of Trevor May. Um, and then you also you can't forget about the Braves, as we talked about, and then the Phillies. Um, Marlins aren't no slouch either. Yeah, for me, I mean, for me, with the Mets, though, it's one of those things where it's like, are the Mets just going to be the Mets? Yeah. And they, are they going to suck? You know, I mean, they have all the, they have all the pieces again. Like, you know, you already know what's going to happen, right? Like, the ground was just going to get hurt. And it's like, okay, well, the season's over. And it's they're going to win, like, 70 games or something like that. It's it, You never know. I feel like it always happens to the Mets. Yeah. And then we also can't forget about uh, the Nationals either. I mean, that one-two punch in their starting rotation. And then Juan Soto. But... Yeah. See how, he, see, how he, see how he progresses. It could be um, interesting to see if he has a solid shoot this year. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we have for today. Yep, that, that is. So thank you guys for listening to the inaugural episode of Chuck Talk. 
hope you guys, hope you guys had a good time and enjoyed listening. The next episode should be out in the next week or two weeks. The plan topic for it, episode two, is the NFL draft. So if you're interested in the NFL or just the draft in general, make sure to follow our socials at, at ChuckTalk underscore on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook to stay updated on the release date of all the new episodes. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for what we could do differently or better or any just any ideas for us, just shoot us a DM on Twitter or Instagram. But, yeah, that's that's all we have for today. My name is Zach. Mine is Charlie. And we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you.